500 years of history. And they were difficult years. War, famine, invasion, disease. Right from their earliest arrival on the island, time and time again, the Anglo-Saxons had faced destruction. The solutions they found were specific to their circumstances. Alliances were formed and broken. Common cause was found. Dynasties were merged, while others were obliterated. Kingdoms rose and fell. These people blended with the local population. They mixed with new arrivals, and they did what the people of the island had always done. They adapted and they survived. But it wasn't easy. One by one, the kingdoms of the Heptarchy had fallen. But under the direction of Alfred's children, what crawled out of the ashes of war was a single kingdom of the Anglo-Saxons. And after centuries of catastrophe and near annihilation, now there was just one Anglo-Saxon royal family, Alfred's family. But unity is more than simply the absence of borders. Even Athelstan, who was as much an emperor as a king, had struggled to unite this fractious, clannish kingdom. The very character which had brought the House of Wessex to power, their ruthlessness, their shrewd opportunism, their hunger for control, had accelerated the growth of a cancer, and it was starting to eat away at the heart of England. The structure of English society, once fluid and responsive to talent and drive and merit, had calcified. Power had consolidated in the hands of a few. Rulers were no longer appointed, they were merely born. Moreover, the greed of the powerful ensured that with the exception of those at the very top, virtually every child could expect a worse life than their parents. But there was a limit to the amount in which these nobles could exploit their peasants. And if the elite really wanted to get ahead in this zero-sum society, they would have to seize power from those who already had plenty. And that put them in conflict with other nobles. We've already seen the hints of what was to come. No one in this society was safe. Even Alfred's line was falling. The high stakes of a dynastic aristocracy with this inherent demand for more power, more wealth, and more control had sown the seeds of its own destruction. Alfred may have turned his kingdom into a fortress, but the culture that made that possible was now letting it fall to ruin. His heirs were making dangerous enemies. And meanwhile, the nobility were off playing their own game. A game that didn't serve the interests of England. A new era is upon us. And we are now in the twilight of the Anglo-Saxons. And with so much power concentrated on the crown, a good king could still protect the realm. But a bad king could leave the kingdom open to any bastard who might want to take it. <laughs>